coronavirus is now nothing short of a global disaster. For most of us in the UK, it's like nothing else we've experienced in our lifetime. I'm Mike Wooldridge, and in this Things Unseen reflection, I'll be casting my mind back to other disasters that I've reported on for the BBC, and how I've seen people respond in the most desperate circumstances. What can we learn from them as the current crisis unfolds? I've spent a good deal of my working life reporting at first hand on floods, droughts and famines, earthquakes and cyclones, humanitarian crises triggered by conflict, mostly in Africa and South Asia. Some of them were sudden disasters. Others, like the Ethiopian famine of the mid-1980s that killed up to one million people, unfolded slowly and inexorably. There were times when I could grasp the sheer scale of suffering in the biggest of these disasters. The thousands upon thousands of people shivering and starving in the dawn chill on the plain outside the Ethiopian highlands town of Coram. Seeing the mass graves in which they buried the earthquake dead in Haiti and the scene of utter devastation on arriving in the capital Port-au-Prince. The vast areas underwater and the communities marooned in the 2010 Pakistan floods. But what particularly stays with me now is the impact of the disasters on individuals. From those who managed to reach Coram alive to begin the search for food, I heard about the elderly they'd had to leave behind to a near certain death, and about those who became so weak they died on the way. And there was the day a distraught father held out his skeletal child in his arms and begged us to take him with us. In Mozambique, during near-famine conditions caused by protracted civil war, I went to a village cut off by rebels, and in the midst of its deprivation, I met a health worker who risked mines and other threats to walk to and from a distant town by night to restock medicines in his clinic. When aid surfaced in southwestern Uganda in the 1980s, I met families who would isolate ailing relatives out of sight, such was the stigma attached then to the disease, and their lack of hope that they could find any help. In several earthquakes, I've watched as rescuers have tried so desperately to lift and chip away at concrete and rubble, and then shouted for total silence to see if anyone trapped below was still alive. The wait for relatives is unbelievably agonising, especially when hope is slowly extinguished. Disasters show up quickly those who are most vulnerable to their impact, and often why. In my experience, they always show up astonishing examples of courage, selflessness and dedication. I've often seen people who are displaced from their homes find shelter with the poorest families. These days, much effort also goes into building resilience against disasters, and there's a growing recognition that it's most effective when it draws on and values local knowledge and understanding. The midst of a disaster is truly a humbling place. Is there a comparison to be made between these disasters of many different kinds and the response to them, and the current coronavirus pandemic unfolding globally before the eyes of all of us? In one important respect, I think there is. Common humanity is a widely used phrase, so much so that it is at risk of losing its value as a goal to bind us all at a time like this. 
but it is an immensely powerful concept. A definition, in many ways, of the African concept of Ubuntu, so cherished and often talked about by Archbishop Desmond Tutu. Ubuntu is translated in various ways, among them, I am because of who we all are, humanity towards others, or the belief in a universal bond of sharing that connects all humanity. All these sum it up well. I once heard it said in Africa that you really know what Ubuntu means when it's absent. To see Ubuntu in much of the response there's already been to coronavirus and to hope that it will underpin the response of individuals, communities and whole societies as the virus continues to spread is invaluable, I think. And because we are indebted to Africa for the concept, it could help us keep in mind that many African countries and their health systems could be hit and tested very severely by the virus. I'm Mike Waldridge. And this has been a Things Unseen reflection for CTVC.